0: Enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like six-piece Chicken McNuggets, hot and spicy McChicken or McDouble, each paired with small fries, and add in any size Coke or sweet tea. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Slick Roads are here, let's get some new tires on your vehicle. Hi, this is Chris Hayden with Hammer Chevrolet. With the recent weather, you've probably figured out your vehicle might need some new tires. Bring it down and let us take a look. We carry all the brand names and tires. If you provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, we'll match it. Find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, we'll refund the difference. Bring your vehicle in and let's get you safely down the road. You can't beat our tire price match guarantee from Hammer Chevrolet. 107 East Alger. Online at hammerchevy.com.
2: Basic, it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional and that is exactly what you will get if you work with wrap plumbing and heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Wrap Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Wrap Plumbing and Heating, and as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek.
3: Hi, this is Jill Bates with the Best Real Estate Team here with Colton and Logan, and we would like to thank our customers and the community for another fantastic year. May all of you have a blessed holiday season filled with good health. And good food. Happiness, rest. Many naps. Friendship, family, and lots of love.
2: And lots of presents.
3: Whatever makes you smile and happy.
2: Like food.
3: Is our goal and gift to you. Today and always, if you're looking for the best for you and your family. Did I mention food?
2: Yeah, I think we got it, Logan.
3: Work with the Best Team at Best Real Estate.
2: Call 675-BEST or find us online at Uh, bestwy.net.
0: e-r-a carroll realty and sheridan county title bring you the sixth annual hometown shopping sweepstakes this is your chance to win hundreds in gift certificates and chamber bucks from our sheridan and buffalo merchants
3: Winners get gift certificates from stores like Black Sheep Barber, Expressions Art Gallery, Window Works, and more. Blowdorn Lumber in Sheridan, Cheesecake Squared, Urban Thrifts Sheridan Wild Sports Cart, Heartland Caboda, EVA Hearing, Clean Air, Wellness, and Pride and Groom. Enter daily through December 14th. Go to the contest page at SheridanMedia.com.
0: This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting.
4: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now with me this morning is the development coordinator for the Sheridan Memorial Hospital and the foundation. Jasmine Slater, uh, good morning. Good morning, Floyd. I go ahead we? and pull that microphone. Oh, pull it closer. Here we pull go. Pull it in close. The, yeah, it moves. Um, perfect. Now, I got to get us up uh, streaming here because you are on camera.
5: So oh, perfect. Even better.
4: <laughs> now, uh, for those who might not know, Sheridan Memorial Hospital memorializes deceased loved ones every year with the Trees of Love, Jasmine. What are the Sheridan Memorial Hospital's auxiliaries, Trees of Love?
5: Yeah, so we're really fortunate to have such a supportive auxiliary of the hospital. And they are a group of volunteers who put together so many different events at the hospital, so many different things that we do throughout the year. And one of the big things that they do during the holiday season, Trees of Love, really helps to memorialize or honor loved ones who might have passed away. Um, It might just be that you want to honor someone that you really care about. You know, and during COVID, we had a lot of people who just wanted to you know, send something over to people who they haven't seen in a long time and want to let them know they were thinking about them or even pets that people had pass away, you know, different things, um, for them to just be able to kind of show that you're thinking about someone. Um, we have trees in the front of the hospital that, You know, you notice when you notice them and you don't when you don't, just like any other (laughs) tree. Yeah. Um, But those have been, uh, you know, up at our hospital and really been a mainstay there for a long time. And so we put lights on them every Christmas, red, green, and white to symbolize and memorialize those different people. And so it's a really great way for our community to get involved with things that we have at the hospital. It's a great fundraiser for the auxiliary and the things that they do. But it really brings the community together in a sense, being able to really – think about and honor some of those people that, you know, you really care about or miss. And it's, it's a great way to do that. And we really, um, we really look forward to it each year.
4: And you know, it really is because like you said, usually with trees, you know, you don't notice them until they're gone. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, when you put lights on them and you were to drive by the hospital, mm-hmm. if you were going to do some errands or yep. whatever, and you see that, that glow in the dark, Yeah. you know, it's. It the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's,
5: it's part of that magic of the season, right? And I think, you know, you see all the movies and you see all the things where they have the town tree lighting and things like that, you know, and, and we really kind of see it that way, especially at the hospital, being able to memorialize and honor those people, you know, caring for people is what we do. And so I think it's just another way to give us a little bit of a, of something to reflect on too. Um, but I think patients enjoy it and I think people enjoy yeah. it. Just any holiday magic that we can find and provide, I think is something that's just so great for everyone to get to enjoy.
4: And then to combine that with the the memory of someone that you loved, yeah. I think is fantastic.
5: I think so. And I think one thing that's just so special about it that I've learned, you know, in my time helping with it, with the auxiliary and supporting them in their efforts is, We have all these people from all over the country that contribute to or people that are here and they want to memorialize their friend. So they send a card to their daughter in North Carolina or in Arizona or Florida or wherever it is. And so then we start to get them back from those people or people who've moved away and want to honor someone here in the community who's passed or let their friends know they're thinking about them. We have a lot of. Um, families who will do that with families who have moved to Arizona or who have moved up to Colorado or down to Colorado, up to Montana and just sending them those things to let them think about it. Some people use it instead of like their Christmas card list. This yeah. is, this is kind of what they do. And it's really that two for one in a really great way, like being able to honor someone, but also support the efforts of the auxiliary at the same time. Like it really is just an extra gift to so many different people.
4: And and so how do they work? Do the different lights represent different memories?
5: Yeah. So the different lights will, um, you know, represent it's very symbolic and representative I'll say. Um, And so we also have the book of love, which will put every single person in there. So we put um, that, For example, in honor of Floyd Whiting from Jasmine Slater would be the example. And we put those in the Book of Love. We inscribe them in there essentially. And then everybody can go on there. Um, We started doing it online a couple years ago too so that people from other places could see it. We have a physical book that we keep at the hospital with all the pages um, that we've had for over the years too. But now we've done it so that we have a digital version. So if you do one for your loved one and they want to see it in – you know even just if you you don't want to come to town or come to the hospital and look at it, they can can, jump on. Yeah. You can just look online, but it's also really nice. I've been able to look through it and really reflect on some of the people, um, to honor or who have really done a lot for our community. There's people who people honor and you just, not that you don't think about it, but it's kind of, once it's there, it's really a great reflection of that too. Um, who people honor and think about and, not just now, but over the years, like there's people who they keep on their list for five, 10 years and send something every year. And so you really get to see that, um, that repetition, but also that reminder of caring about all of those people. And so it was a really great way to be able to kind of see that history a little bit too, but we just put the book of love for the current year because there's so many that can go on there in a year anywhere, you know, right now, I think we're, Oh, I believe we're over three hundred to five. We're between three hundred and five hundred lights already, and wow. we haven't even we haven't even lit the tree or anything. So, yeah.
4: Wow, that's fantastic. It is three to five hundred right now.
5: Yeah, and I say three to five because um, they worked on them really hard yesterday, sending out acknowledgement cards, and then you go to the mailbox and there's a whole pile of them there too, which is not a problem. It's a great, it's a, it's great, a great thing to face. It? Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Right. And it, it's just, it's a great thing for them to be able to work on too, because I think the auxiliary really enjoys, um, you know, they really are a part of, I say there are past, present and future when it comes to the hospital. And I think it's really great for them to be able to see some of those names and loved ones or people, you know, not just the ones that they send, but other people send too. So it's a really special way to get to look and reflect on that and appreciate things and find that place of gratitude, I think, as well.
4: When did all this
2: begin?
5: Yeah, that's a great question. So um, we started, this is our 34th year um, doing that. Yeah, so when I say past, present, and future, they're definitely a part of that. Um, So it started 34 years ago, um, you know, just finding a way to memorialize patients, memorialize friends, and it kind of snowballed from there and became, you know, a bigger thing, like, you know, putting up the lights on the trees um, is one piece of it, right? But being able to really keep that history going of um, you know throughout the years, but also I think that with the auxiliary, they really are able to keep those traditions alive for us. And so, yeah, thirty-four years we've been going strong with it. So holy cow! Can yeah. you imagine?
4: You know, fifty years from now when it's been going to eighty-four years, yeah, uh, I can only imagine how yeah. many names you guys will have accumulated. Isn't
5: yeah? And I think it is. It's really wonderful because I think, as we all know, our community supports us in so many different ways and our community does so many great things. But I do really love getting to have, you know, people who have moved away and then they contribute to this special project. You know, philanthropy is all about connecting to whatever project um, is meaningful to you or giving of others or giving to things is really what matters to you most. Um, and so I th- I just love getting to see some of those names um, come back that they're donating again or that they're wanting to be a part of it again. I think it really is being a part of something too, that I think people really enjoy and appreciate as a community.
4: And one thing that I want people to understand, because um, we've got a lot of individuals who moved into the area yeah. recently. Yeah. Uh, they can buy a light yeah. for anyone that they choose. They don't have to have been born and raised and shared no. anyone who they want a memorial.
5: Yeah. So, on. my family was actually not myself, but my parents were born and raised in Florida. And so, um, we send a lot of them back to our family over there. And then they kind of in turn will contribute back to other people that they know. And so, it doesn't have to be someone who lives here. It doesn't have to be someone who's from here. Um, it doesn't have to be anything that is directly you know, based out of our hospital even, you know, it could be something that's completely separate. But I think that a lot of people just find this a nice way to do that during the holidays in a subtle way. And so um, what we also really try to do is on the website, we try to keep things updated so that they can see um, the book of love. It'll be going up later today. Um, but also just like pictures of the event, you know, when people reach out, I've had people call and just say, you know, I can't make it or we don't live there, but we want to see. So we try really hard to make it something that people can experience from afar, or if people are here and want to share that with their loved ones in another place, um, really finding that connection to our community as well. And I think that's, um, One of the, the, the wonderful things about technology, it's the beauty of it is just getting to be able to have that widespread and, um, connection to things, but
4: being able to share that moment together as a community, as an extended community.
5: And I think we've, you know, we've experienced it a lot is that people really within the foundation really love to do things, um, As a group, you know there really is something about doing things as a group. Finding people who have a common thread in a lot of ways, and so I think that just knowing people are contributing to this or other events that we have or you know, the auxiliary also does the five-year-old birthday party and there's parents that come and bring their kids and they say, my parents brought me when I was a kid, you know, it's just a lot of those special things that they do and really being able to honor that tradition, but also find a place, like you said, for the people who are coming to our community and trying to find that place or seeing things. Um, I remember last year we had a family who had just moved here from California. They heard about it. You know, you had the idea of a tree lighting or what it looks like and getting to learn about it and really see the, honor and the community that is behind that is really wonderful it's really great for people to get to see that and see that side of our community that all of us hold so special it's such a special thing and so getting to share that too with a lot of people is really wonderful
4: especially when they come from a large metropolis um and and i don't want to talk down on anyone who who enjoys living in that environment but the majority of people who've moved here that i've spoken to were looking for that connection Mm -hmm. that has been lost in those larger urban type of of communities that that small town I don't know it's like a it's it's an emotion I can't describe it is it's 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 amazing
5: yeah it's kind of like what people say the Hallmark movies look like it's a little bit of that it's just that it's that warm feeling that it gives you and kind of that magic of feeling like you're part of something bigger than yourself and I think a lot of times people seek that I think in the past I would even say five years, people have really wanted to find that thing that they're connected to and passionate about and things that really matter to them. And yeah. so I think this can be an extension of that. But I think any of the traditions that we have in our community, the history of our community is what people find so majestic that they find so wonderful that Perfect they find, word. yeah, they find just that, that, that wonder about it. And we don't want to let that go history the history of Sheridan is so important to us, but even our surrounding areas and, you know, all throughout Wyoming, that's something we all hold very strong too and so I think just being able to do that in our area is wonderful but all the things we get to experience even throughout the year those traditions and the annual events or things like that I think that's what kind of makes us us yeah. so people really do seek that
4: and you know I think after uh, <clears throat> the pandemic mm-hmm. and everything that happened and sure. all of us having to remove ourselves mm-hmm. from the community yeah uh, it, I think we it gave us a chance. To put everything into perspective.
5: It did. It gave us that time to reflect and decide what was really important to us. And if we took that opportunity, then we were able to find a lot of those things that we cared about, the things that we wanted to be a part of, the people we wanted to connect with, what, like you said, what mattered most. And so I think being involved in things like this, you know, it seems pretty small in the grand scheme of things happening in the world. Um, But, you know, when you take that time to reflect on anything that happens during your day or that you do, I think this can be something that's just like that. It can be very powerful. And, And I remember it was probably about two years ago that someone came and she said, you know, someone did a light and honor my mom and I didn't really know a lot about it or what it meant. And so I came and so I... Uh, went inside and then came back out and she was just standing there staring at the tree. Like it was just so much, like it can symbolize so much more for people and just getting that moment to appreciate and love and care about that person too in just a really joyful way. It's kind of turning something that can be hard um, if it is, you know, in memory of someone. But I think all of this is about honoring someone and honoring their memory and honoring who they are and what they mean to you or to these other people and them getting to just look at that tree and find joy in something that at one point could have caused you know a lot of grief or could be harder or when you're missing someone you know it's a way to channel emotions a little bit differently I think
4: and share one you know and if you do it many years Mm -hmm. multiple moments yep with that person yeah who's who, who passed away but in that moment as we're staring at that tree yeah in spirit we're together even if it's just briefly.
5: Absolutely. You know? And, you know, we've had families come out, you know, grandparents bringing their kids out to come and see it because it's, you know, the fun of the tree. Right. But we also light. Um, the hospital has um, a very large Santa Claus on the roof, which people might have noticed. Um, but, you know, that's a great thing for kids to get to see, too, and just get to enjoy that. And it's kind of just that wonder and, and enjoyment of the holidays, through children or having that, you know, the fun parts of the holidays that we can really focus on, which can be a really stressful time. It can be a really hard time yeah. for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And so just trying to bring that little glimmer of joy in a different way is is wonderful.
4: And I think it's great the Sheridan Memorial Hospital does this and the auxiliary mm-hmm. puts all this work in. Uh, especially with things like the Santa. Yeah. Did you know, to a child, the hospital can be a scary place. We only go there when I feel horrible.
5: As an adult, the hospital can be a scary <laughs> yes, place, too. Yeah. yeah. But it really is like I that is one thing that I love about what the auxiliary does is that they bring so much joy to us. I, you know, I mentioned it's the past, present and future. It's really about bringing the keeping those traditions alive here in the present for everyone. And all of their work really contributes to the future of our hospital supporting the, in a philanthropic way, but also just supporting all the things that they do into the future, the projects, supporting the staff, supporting the work that we do, you know, all the things that they do, putting up Christmas trees. Um, this year they put up 15 Christmas trees around the hospital oh, wow. on top of wreaths and on, you know, all the holiday decor, you know, they're responsible for doing that because, and we're so grateful for it, but you know, all throughout the year, I mentioned the five-year-old birthday party, they work in the surgical waiting room, they run our gift shop. There's just so many things that they do to bring joy to the hospital, but it also brings joy to them. And I, so I think there's, you know, there's that give and take, that push and pull kind of thing that it really brings joy to them too. Um, but really we don't want people to be scared of going to the hospital, right. which is a hard thing, like you <laughs> said, for kiddos especially. But when they come and see a Christmas tree, when they're walking through to go meet their new baby brother or sister, then, you know, it just gives them that little reminder to be, it's going to be okay.
4: Yeah. And and, you know, the, the, it might be a scary place, but in that building, you will find some of the most compassionate, empathetic people on, you know, in this community.
5: I truly agree with you. And I mean, I know I might be a little biased, but I very, (laughs) I, you know, I left and came back to Sheridan and I really recognized what a wonderful community we have and the people that we have. And I am proud of the hospital that we have. I'm yeah. proud of the place that we work. I'm proud of the volunteers who are there and I'm proud to work alongside those people. I believe in the work that they do and that's what the foundation is and that's what the auxiliary is. That's what our volunteers are. It's believing in the work that people do and um, you know, helping to enhance it and helping to support them in all different ways, whether it be morale, or whether it go all the way, you know, to honoring them with a the light. You know, you think about some of those people who've worked really hard or people who just take care of you. Um, there's really a lot of different ways to do that, but I, I really do appreciate the people that I work alongside. And I think a lot of things in the world can be scary, but I think taking care of ourselves um, is probably one of the best things we can do with ourselves, like mind, body, spirit, whatever that is. I think the hospital just plays a part in that.
4: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I got a quick question, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I would like to know, who makes up this auxiliary?
5: Yeah, great who, question.
4: Who are the members of
5: Yeah, this? absolutely. So um, as far as... Our auxiliary right now as it stands it is all women on the executive board. So we have an executive board and then we have volunteers. Um, we have other people who are involved as far as like a membership. Just like any other group, um, you would have a membership and then you have um, – you know, your executive board that supports it. Um, they're all volunteers. All of them sit, I say on two committees of all the work that they do. So that could be the ones you see in the surgical waiting room, um, working in our gift shop because they run purchase and do everything in our gift shop. Um, it could be different special projects that we have the five-year-old birthday party, um, toys for little kids. Um, when they come in f- uh, for surgery, they have scrubby bears for them, you know, books for babies, all these different things. So it's a, a group of volunteers right now. Um, our executive board has about 20 members and then the membership as a whole has about 120 oh, wow. members. So this there's is a really, small
4: army. Here. Yeah,
5: it is. It is a very small army. The things that they do, you know, we have people who, you know, want to donate and contribute to the efforts that they have. Some people want to be very active and Volunteer and spend their time. You know, I think that's the other thing about philanthropy. It's not all about money, it's just the gift. And it, it really is it's the gift and care for humanity. It's the love of humankind, is what philanthropy should, is, is what it's meant to be. And so it's, you know, your time, your talents, your dollars, however you feel comfortable contributing. So this group, I would say, spends more time than anyone else um, in our organization, you know, volunteering time in there. We're so fortunate to have them. And so, yeah, it's a group of volunteers. Some of them are retired nurses. We have one who was a nurse for 44 years. Oh, wow. Yep. She retired on a Sunday, came in on a Monday and started volunteering. Um, You know, so we have past staff from the hospital, people who have moved here and the hospital was important to them or their parents or their families. Um, You know, we have a lot of different people, a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of teachers too, um, that love to give to kids, but love to give to families and that's how they spend their time. So It's a group of really incredible people that we have that are a part of it.
4: If I wanted to support the trees of love, what do I need to do?
5: Yeah. Um, So as far as, you know, purchasing a light or wanting to do that, you can go on our website, sharonhospital.org slash trees of love. And there's um, ways you can do it online. We have an online option now, or if you want to fill it out, some people have a list on paper that they do every single year. Um, We sent a mailing out um, in at the beginning of November, but we have those same flyers at our front desk of the main hospital um, outpatient center, And you can get those forms. You can also get them online, download them online, and you can fill out your lists or you can do it for just one person or whatever you like to do. And so you can contribute in that way as far as donating. Um, Supporting it too, we have our ceremony this Sunday, December 4th at 4.30 um, in the patient lobby there, the one that has the piano and a beautiful tree. Um, We'll be doing refreshments. We will have music. Really get to have a ceremony just kinda to reflect on the history of it and share that with everyone and then at five o'clock the lights and the Santa Claus will turn on. So
4: And and yeah. the light will shine. Yeah,
5: absolutely. You know, our gift shop is gonna be open that night too, so that people can come and drop in there and really just enjoy the evening and, you know, have some hot chocolate, apple cider, things like that and get to enjoy it all together.
4: Stand-in fellowship.
5: Yeah, absolutely.
4: All right. We're going to have more with Jasmine Slater from the Sheridan Memorial Hospital and the Foundation when we come back. This is Public Pulse on 930K early and 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
3: The holiday season is here. Watch for your Family Dollar Flyer
6: in this week's country bounty for seasonal must-haves. Get in the holiday spirit with delightful deals on festive home decor, cozy apparel for the whole family, and the hottest toys of the season. There's no place like Family Dollar for holiday fun and savings. When it comes to finding great items at incredible savings, Family Dollar has got you covered. On the
3: go, check out their e-flyer at SheridanMedia.com. Family Dollar, your one-stop
6: shop for the holidays.
7: Shop for everyone on your list and save with the Sportsman's Warehouse Sale Flyer in this week's Country Bounty. Save up to 25% on camping brands like Big Agnes and Mountain Hardware. Gear up for fishing and save up to 45% on brands like Orvis, P-Line, and Lose Fishing. Save up to $400 on cooking brands like Traeger, Camp Chef, Lodge, and more. Check out the flyer, make your list, and head to Sportsman's Warehouse where they always guarantee lowest
8: prices or they'll beat it. Open seven days a week on Brundage Lane in Sheridan. You know the pioneers crossed the vast wilderness in covered wagons, yet today a lot of their offspring actually have to set alarms to remind them when to drink water. If you're needing water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, even solar powered water wells. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service in the Country Bounty and you too will have cool, clean water.
7: water. Trim the tree, get more decorations, and do your holiday shopping at Ace Hardware and Connect Home Center. Make a cheerful statement with holiday decor. Create a comfortable environment with indoor heating solutions and new lighting. Redecorate outside with outdoor furniture and fire pits. Give the gift of more tools from brands like DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman and enjoy Ace Rewards special offers and sales on many items. There's a lot to see and shop at Ace Hardware and Connect Home Center in Sheridan.
1: Hammer Chevrolet, where every vehicle is new to you, Troy Baker. Bob, trade in and trade
0: up. We have a nice selection of pre-owned late model vehicles, like a 2019 Chevy Colorado ZR2 Bison Edition priced at $46,495, a 2021 GMC Sierra 1500 AT4 for $58,995, or a 2021 GMC Terrain for 30995 Hammer Chevrolet,
1: where every vehicle is new to you. Windows 70 East Alger, online, hammerchevy.com.
9: The Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce and Sheridan Media invite you to vote in this year's Christmas Stroll People's Choice Lighting and Decorating Contest. Visit SheridanMedia.com to see the list of businesses participating in the contest. Visit each business and check out both their indoor and outdoor decorations. Then vote for your favorite at SheridanMedia.com. You can vote once per day through 11 p.m. on December 11th. For questions, contact the chamber at 672-2485. We are coming up on another 15%
7: off Super Saturday at Nest Home and Holiday and Window Works and more. Merry Christmas. This is Darlene. Green and red are the traditional colors of the season, and Nest has those colors plus more. All faux floral, garlands, and greenery will be 15% off Saturday only. That's right. 15% off your Christmas greenery purchase this Saturday only. Nest Home and Holiday, 1815 North Main Street. Now open Sundays noon to 4 and free gift wrapping always.
4: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am with the Development Coordinator for Sheridan Memorial Hospital and the Foundation, Jasmine Slater. And we've been joined by the Director of Donor Relations for <laughs> Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation, Ada Kirvin. Good morning, Ada. Oh,
6: thanks, Floyd. How that are was you? a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I to be, be nice. here. We got that introduction every single morning.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. when you wake good up. Good way to start your day. Absolutely. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. And Now, uh, Sheridan Memorial Hospital, um, it's been recognized. I just want to touch on this real fast. Yeah, It's been recognized as a pediatric receiving facility by yep. the Wyoming Department of Health's Emergency Medical Services for mm-hmm. Children yeah. and Wyoming Hospital Preparedness Programs. Jasmine, what does that designation of a pediatric receiving facility actually mean?
5: Yeah, so it really does speak to our trauma and ER team. Um, and the work that they do as a pediatric receiving facility means we're prepared for emergencies and things that happen and come into the hospital through the ER. Um, but with pediatrics, it's a little different with having children come in. It's a little different in the types of emergencies, how you handle situations. Um, so it really just is all the work that we've been doing for years. Um, but really just reaching up to those benchmarks that is through that organization and just saying, these are all the things we're already doing. Yeah. You know, we're one of six facilities that, um, here at this level in the state, there's 26 and we're one of six that has, you know, received this designation. So it's the really speaks to the training and the processes and the things that our team have put in place, you know, from all of our nurses to all of our, you know, all the doctors in the ER really just working together to just be as prepared and ready as they can to care for our community. And this is just one, you know, one, certification one designation but really the recognition of us wanting to take care of the pediatric and children in our community
4: now i think you've already touched on because Mm -hmm. although this is a goal that every hospital should strive to achieve Mm -hmm. this happened organically you were already doing the things that this benchmark required
5: absolutely we were doing all the work and doing all the things and so you should always strive to be your best right and we always strive to do better to enhance care to you know change in the healthcare landscape and so having to change with it. And so I think our team really just said, these are the things that we're doing. So we're going to put it all down on paper and let people know. And so it really is, you know, just like any other designation, it comes through, you know, you go through a process, but um, we were already doing all the work. So we might as well let people know how wonderful I think our hospital is, but helping them understand that we're ready to care for them.
4: You know, uh, during the COVID pandemic at its height, I was having to report as often as possible. And Mm -hmm. so I had meetings with the leadership up there Yeah, and this went on for months yep i miss it you know uh (laughs) because we got to a point where we didn't have to release information as often yep and 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 i just started to miss kind of gathering around the phone yeah and and doing it that way because we started in person but of course
5: yeah, those Thursday morning meetings we that everyone all had, had to
4: shift. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I miss talking to those guys every Yeah. Morning.
5: Well, I know they would love to talk to you anytime you see them. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I
4: just give McCaffrey yeah, a call. Just right? give him a
5: call. A lot of people do. So why not?
4: Now, and, and something else that's happened up there Sheridan Memorial Hospital's Hospice has been named a 2022 Hospice Honors recipient by three separate organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who may not know, what is Hospice and, and what is this Honors?
5: Yeah, do you want to talk, talk a bit about, talk hospice? about hospice?
6: Just hospice, Well, yeah. hospice. It's a tough subject. It, it is. A, it is a tough It subject. is, uh, but it's part of our life, and I think through the years learning about what the hospice program provides not only to the patients that are served but to the families and all the loved ones that are surrounding that person and helping families uh, and the patient really live their best days that they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day needs to be the best that it can be. And so hospice helps families navigate that really difficult time at the end of life. And there's a lot of love and joy and um, I think emotional, you know, aspects that come with that. So hospice really moves in with the family and provides not only um, patient care and uh, keeping that patient comfortable throughout that difficult time, but um, there's emotional support and all different kinds of volunteers that move in and mm-hmm. and come when they're needed the family can reach out for help and sherry reich is our manager of our hospice program and it's just amazing mm-hmm. what we have here in sheridan it's all uh really an in-home program right now so patients that need help maybe get there through different avenues but um, then the families are able to take care of their loved one in the home
4: uh, I had contact with uh, a hospice uh, only one time in my life, my grandmother, um, she passed away very slowly. Mm -hmm. And my aunt was able to uh, get her hospital bed uh, and equipment into Mm -hmm. the house. And so we were able to share one more Christmas. Uh And uh, the hospice nurse was there the whole time Uh and she was so Kind. Yeah, I, I was just a little kid. I think you know, the, the
6: whole program is really based on just a kindness and love, and compassion is compassion, a big deal, isn't yeah. it? And making sure that you know that if there is any pain involved, that the management is available twenty four seven, and the the team of hospice providers are overseen by a physician and. So they're able to make sure that the patient is comfortable and able to enjoy as much as possible and the best day as possible and with think the loved ones.
5: That's the thing about the, the hospice honors is that it's a survey that the families um, take after, oh, um, really? a, after wow. care. So wow. that's really where that honor comes from is it really is special. And I think that's why it is such an honor <laughs> truly for our team is that it comes you know directly from the actions and the care and the kindness and compassion that those families um experienced during care and so that's really where these designations come from is from the answers on that survey and really just evaluating the efforts that they made
6: and and fortunately i f- for those that are maybe thinking about hospice or have questions about hospice we welcome you know our team welcomes calls and they're happy to meet with families at mm-hmm. any time during a process of an illness or you know something like that so that the family can understand what the program is one yeah. of the things we hear so frequently is oh if i would have only known mm-hmm. what the program provided somehow that the word hospice just infers a really difficult time but it's it's meant to be a time that we all can be together and uh, make it as as comfortable and loving and caring as possible and and so if you wait till you're at the very end of you know this really difficult process as a caregiver sometimes you're so tired you're you're not able to give the best care to your loved ones so if hospice comes in and our volunteers are there and um, whatever other services are needed the family then gets quality time with that patient and knows that they're being well cared for, just as they would care for their loved one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, really once, um, you know, hospice can go for six months, but it can also go for much longer
8: Yeah, because yeah.
6: patients do very well, you know, when they're in charge of their care and, and they're able to make decisions about what they want to do each day.
4: It's such a tough part of life. Um, it's good to know that there's compassionate individuals who who know how to administer that mm-hmm. level of care and empathy absolutely you know and, and sympathy in many cases, yeah, we and we probably, have many we've resources all we've all that, been there
6: right, that families can just come in and borrow and books and mm-hmm. booklets for families and children and about the process of dying and um it, it's a it's a wonderful program
4: and I think I think it's great that you pointed out we should think about it now. And and not at the at, at the end. Don't wait until that. Uh, just because it's something that we don't like to address, it's something that we don't like to look at. It's a at, you difficult know? It's a conversation. Difficult, yeah, I think yeah.
5: that is kind of you know that's kind of healthcare in general. Sometimes is you know you know you have these preconceived notions of what this one thing might mean yeah. and what it means to our community and what it means to another community and how our services are you know, how our team does that can be, yeah, Mm -hmm. it can be completely unique. And, and patient care isn't just about our patients. It's about the families. It's about their, their loved ones. It's about everyone who's involved in that. And so I think that hospice is a wonderful example of things that you just might not understand or other people don't. And truly, I would learn something every single day about the programs that we offer, the work that each department does and those things. And so I think it is being proactive about getting information, information is never going to hurt you. It doesn't right. hurt to and, have any yeah. of
6: that. And our physicians and the clinical teams at the hospital are really so prepared to visit with anyone in the community about what we offer up mm-hmm. at the hospital. And I know um, Jasmine and I get lots of time with donors and with volunteers and with our patients. So we hear firsthand. And I would encourage everyone to make those Questions <laughs> in person with someone who works at the hospital or knows about the services that are offered. And it helps
5: us because you know yeah. one person has that question; a others lot of people might probably too. do too.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so you start to see a pattern where you're like, yeah. "We mm-hmm. need to make this as available as possible." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. On that note, we're going to have more with the Sheridan Memorial Hospital and the foundation. And when we come back, stick with us. This is Public Pulse on 930K, are we? At 103.9 FM. Shh. Sheridan.
3: Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com
0: or call 674-6369. It causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic.
1: This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000, that's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone.
2: Basic. you don't wanna do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with wrap Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Wrap Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Wrap Plumbing and Heating, and as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek.
1: Hey there, listeners, I'm every over-enthusiastic radio announcer ever. And if you think that's enthusiastic, then you need to check out Best Real Estate because we are enthusiastic about selling properties. So if you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell, we are your go-to real estate team. Call us at 675-BEST or visit our website at bestwy.net for all of your real estate needs.
7: by Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider, located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com.
4: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. I am joined this morning by Jasmine Slater, the development coordinator for Sheridan Memorial Hospital and the Foundation and the Director of Donor Relations for Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation, Ada Curvin. Now, Ada, we're going to switch over to you. Who is the foundation at the Sheridan Memorial Hospital?
6: Well, the foundation is all of a lot of people. Uh, we are made up of uh, volunteers, auxiliary donors, uh, and the foundation was established back in the 70s, 1976, to be uh, the fundraising arm for Sheridan Memorial Hospital And since that time, we've um, been able to work with community members who wanted to make a difference with something that really touched their heart, and that was healthcare. Yeah. And it's just such an honor to represent the history of the foundation. I heard you talking a little bit about that with the auxiliary. I think the auxiliary really started that philanthropic um, caring, giving back to the community when it was established so many years ago. And then the auxiliary. Uh, that transferred into the foundation in the seventies. So we've grown over the years and around 2000, when we were opening the new patient wing, I think is when we really saw community uh, come together to support and ensure that everyone who lives here in Sheridan would have access to the care that they need. Yeah. And that's, that's our goal to ensure that everyone receives excellent patient centered care. When they come to the hospital, we don't turn anyone away there and I think without philanthropy, um, the services that we have been able to support through donations and the generosity of community members really, uh, you know, we wouldn't have all the services that we have today, which make us unique.
4: You know, I think it's, it's amazing up there at the hospital. One thing that I've noticed uh, about Sheridan Memorial Hospital specifically, you're really focused on finding a need. And then once you've got it found, let's develop either a program or a team to to get solutions, to get results. That's one thing that I have noticed, that uh, you see something that's needed and you take action and I would right say, away.
6: Yeah, that really starts with our leadership and the board of trustees, because with their guidance and there's a lot of risk involved as a board member, you have to make big decisions for yeah. this yeah, healthcare this is system. Health. Yeah. And it's really, we've built a system now with the main hospital and our, you know, our med surge and all of those things. But if you look around at the ancillary services that we offer, it's amazing. And the foundation has been a part of all of those large programs being able to uh, develop here in the capital needs that, had to happen and the and the donations that needed to occur. So we have the Welch Cancer Center, um, the Watt Dialysis Center, the Griffith Emergency Department, um, and so many others. We support equipment and education for our staff. We've talked a lot today about the importance of having the right staff at the right time and the right place. And when you develop these programs, there's a need for training and and keeping our clinical staff up to date so that they're able to provide all these services. Yeah, the ongoing
4: training. The I mean, ongoing uh, training. Dealing with, mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I think a lot of people don't, don't really consider that when they think of all the training that these professionals have to go Truly, through. Truly,
6: and yeah. being in a rural community, our staff often, you know, they don't have a lot of experience maybe with one particular thing that might come in to the emergency department. But when you're able to offer training and have simulation type training with teams together and physicians, they have to be prepared. So it's really important Absolutely. for a rural hospital and a rural healthcare system like ours to provide that type and that level of training for the staff. And we've built the intensive care unit. Our um, operating area has expanded with the cath lab and our. Uh, cardiologists and we now have four surgeons so um, the needs of that and providing care to the community have become vital and really imperative and I think the work of the foundation and the work of those in our community that help support through either membership or as we like to say um, every dollar counts we have an employee partner program so we've developed a lot of different ways for people to get involved and also through the auxiliary and through our volunteer program there's a, a hundred a thousand different ways to get involved
4: yeah Ada why did you get involved what led you to where we're at now? <laughs> oh,
6: that's such a good question I had started um, kind of learning more about giving and being a part of something when I learned about the Relay for Life with the American Cancer Society and that was um, almost 30 years ago here in Sheridan when it first started. And then a position opened up at the hospital and I thought, gosh, that just sounds really interesting. And so I applied and, um, then I've been there for 25 years. So, yeah, at that time, uh, we really didn't have full-time staff. So in the year 2000 was when the foundation grew, uh, enough to have full-time staff. And I think since that time, We've just watched it blossom and, and the different ways that we can help community members, you know, get to the care they need.
4: If somebody out there is feeling like, you know what, this is it. This is where I want to put my time. How do they join the foundation?
6: Oh, we have a number of ways. And Jasmine's really involved with a lot of um, the different uh, ways that people can. But picking up the phone is probably the easiest. 673 is my number and I'll I'll get you set up. But we also have a lot of easy ways that you can do it home. And
5: yeah, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about and people probably heard a lot about giving Tuesdays today. You know, it's really that opportunity to find, even if it's not the foundation, I think it's really important. The culture of philanthropy within our organization and, you know, in the community that we have, I think that's really, you know, I think that's really vital to keeping us us. So I think that being able to, Um, contribute to Giving Tuesday is one really great way to do that. But joining the foundation in general can come from your time and talents and being able to volunteer or be part of the auxiliary or our employees, you know, join a program. But, you know, there's opportunities for individuals to have a membership, for organizations to support with a membership um, and do corporate sponsorships. And, you know, there's just so many different ways. And I think the special thing about what Ada does and you know, within our organization is really specializing it to what matters to people most and making it important to what people enjoy or what's important to them or what they're passionate about. And so I think there's different ways, you know, all across the board, depending on how you want to be involved and how you want your gifts of any kind to, you know, be leveraged at the, at our organization. I think that that's, what's so special about it is it's not just a one size fits all. And I think we recognize that,
4: you know, I, 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 I don't volunteer as much as I, I want to, um, but I have in the past. Yeah. And I will say money is critical. Mm-hmm. It is vital. These these monetary donations are absolutely needed because yeah. like it or not, that's what makes the world go round. Right. But when you volunteer and you get your hands in there,
3: mm-hmm.
4: there is a sense of... Maybe not accomplishment, but but a sense of of community that you feel in that moment Mm -hmm. that is different Mm -hmm. than than signing a check. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to discourage anyone from signing that check because maybe that's what you can do. You know, maybe that's what you have time to do or, or physically can do. But being able to actually donate your effort, your time, your work, that's something that can't be you know replace with anything else yeah. in in the world. This
6: time of the that. year we see all kinds of things happening. We've had uh, carolers getting ready to come in to sing with the patients yeah. and now with the new transitional care unit they'll be able to go upstairs and interact with our patients and I'm sure there'll be a lot of singing going on mm-hmm. up there. And we have young groups coming in with cards and handmade cards and decorations for the patient doors and the walls and things to put on their, um, their food trays. I mean, they're there. We, I just talked to a patient the other day who had been at our facility for 51 days and that's a long time. It is. And, and making each day a little unique or a little different doesn't always come from the from taking your medication and having your um, therapy, it comes from the interactions you have with people mm-hmm. and the people that are there taking care of you.
4: I got to go, Ada. I, I greatly appreciate it. Thank we you so much, here. Jasmine. Yeah, thank Ada. you for having it's, us. It's fantastic having you.
6: We wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Happy holidays.
4: You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
9: The Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce and Sheridan Media invite you to vote in this year's Christmas Stroll People's Choice Lighting and Decorating Contest. Visit SheridanMedia.com to see the list of businesses participating in the contest. Visit each business and check out both their indoor and outdoor decorations. Then vote for your favorite at SheridanMedia.com. You can vote once per day through 11 p.m. on December 11th. For questions, contact the Chamber at 672-2485.
3: Wish you could smell this ad deal. Because if you could, you'd be smelling McDonald's fries right now. And they smell like McDonald's fries.
0: Enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like six-piece chicken McNuggets, hot and spicy McChicken, or McDouble, each paired with small fries. And add an any size Coke or sweet tea. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
8: Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing and they're now hiring part-time weekend workers. Open positions include general labor, machine operators, craters and more. Vacutech is offering weekend premium pay and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. This is the perfect opportunity to make extra money or even a great living while working weekends and enjoying the week off. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's open opportunities page on their website
0: at vacutechllc.com. Amazing meets extraordinary. The magic returns at the Wild Theater Thursday, December 8th at 7 p.m. Talented locals John Rodolini and A.J. Longhurst bring their own magical experiences to the wild stage with sleight of hand magic and illusions that will surely please audiences of all ages amazing meets extraordinary the magic returns thursday december 8th get your tickets for this magical experience now at the wild theater box office or online at wild
1: theater this is the first of the christmas wishes we'll be sharing with you this year as in years past all wishes are edited to respect the privacy of the recipient dear christmas wish I know a young lady that's recently had a run of bad luck. She developed stomach issues in October and had to go to the hospital. Upon returning home a few days later, she fell and severely broke her ankle. She can't walk or drive, and her job requires her to stand and be mobile. Consequently, she's unable to work, leaving her in an extremely difficult spot during this holiday season. Any help that you can offer would be very welcome. Now more than ever, if you could help this young Sheridan woman we'd sure appreciate it. If you could donate to the Christmas Wish in any way, we'd sure appreciate that too as well. And you can do that online at SheridanMedia.com. And thank you to our community partners, Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Harlan Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, A-Line Roofing and Exteriors, Wyoming Corporate Office, and Odell Construction. KROE Sheridan Broadcast.